Hello and welcome to another edition of Hockey with Helene. First on this episode is my interview with Detroit Red Wings rookie Anthony Mantha, who reveals the steps he took to make sure he'd succeed in his second season of pro hockey. He got called up this week by the Wings, and there's a reason he looked as good as he did in his NHL debut. Anthony, uh, what changed for you this season in your second rookie season? Confidence. Uh, that's the biggest key. I came in uh, after a big summer of work out, uh, more confident than last year. I knew what I had to work on, and uh, that's what I did. Was learning how tough it is, how, how different it is from being juniors to pro, a big part of it as well? Oh, yeah. Uh, last year was a big, big year for me to learn a lot. Uh, and this year I just applied everything I did learn last year. And uh, it was the biggest year of my life, I could say, last year, just to learn everything so quickly that I didn't learn in juniors. How did you establish a consistency this season? I just focused on it. Obviously, I did a little bit of a psychology this summer, so it helped me out for my mental. And it's just to be prepared the same way every game and just bring it every night. Can you elaborate on that? What does that mean? Uh, Did you see somebody, a specialist? Or? Yeah, I saw a specialist back home uh, just to talk and just to, to know what to focus on on uh, game days, off days, uh, what to focus on on uh, training days. It's just a little like difference that usually I didn't really do before, but now I, I started doing that after. Who has kind of been a role model for you in the NHL? Uh, in the old days, I would say it's my grandfather, just because he's in the family. Talk to him a lot. Uh, role model right now, obviously, it's uh, guys like Zetterberg and that's who uh, we hear about their consistency, their work ethic every day, and uh, it's just good role models to follow. Is that something you've seen from them during training camp? How hard they work? Oh yeah, that's a big key. Uh, even uh, during training camp when Pav was still injured, he, he was uh, three hours, four hours in the gym. So that was just a little detail that I noticed. And uh, obviously it's good points to notice when you're young and uh, to follow behind them. I remember when you were drafted, you were like, I'm going to make the wings. And, you know, I'm sure you're still confident of that. But, but was it, is it with much more of an inner confidence than maybe fake bravado or just more maturity? Uh, yeah, I think it's just more maturity. Uh, obviously, back then, uh, when you're young, you're, you're kind of silly, if I could say, and uh, I think that's what it was. But like I said, last year was a big learning process for me, and uh, it, it was positive for me. You know, you've just had a little bit of a taste of him, but Pavel Datsuk, I mean, how is he to play next to? Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, it's a dream come true, obviously. Uh, him and Tatar, they're two great players. So for me, it's just to keep it simple and uh, be open. Thank you. The second feature is my interview with Mark Howe, in which he reveals his thoughts on the Detroit Red Wings' defense and that Joe Louis Arena may soon have a very special visitor. Gordy Howe is approaching his 88th birthday at the end of March, and while he suffers from dementia, he remains, as Mark told Free Press readers last week, a fighter. I also talked to Mark about the Wings' power play, and you'll want to hear Mark's memories of how Scotty Bowman dealt with power play problems. I'm here with Mark Howe, uh, Director of Pro Scouting for the Red Wings and NHL defenseman. Great. Uh, wanted to ask you first and foremost your assessment of Detroit's defense this season. Uh, well, from the games I've seen, which is probably, I think I've seen nine, nine games live and like seven or eight on TV, uh, I think they've done okay. I think we uh, 
a little confusion early in the year, and then uh, I think in the middle part of the year, I thought they did a pretty good job. Guys settled into their roles, and then uh, uh, we've had a little more difficult time when we've had a couple injuries. So, uh, you know, we've maybe lacked a little bit of depth, and uh, but I think overall we've been uh, pretty satisfied with most all the players, uh, and, and obviously, and we we know and we understand. We just don't have the high-end guy anymore. We don't have the Lidstrom. We don't have that Rafalski kind of guy. Uh, but we have, uh, you know, seven guys that are very capable of playing in the league. And uh, uh, like I said, for the most part, uh, you know, guys have been playing a pretty good. Which of the younger defensemen has shown the more growth from what you've seen? Uh, well, I think they all have. I think, uh, uh, you know, I, I look at most of our guys as being, uh, like, more uh, older, more established. Um but I think, uh, you know, I think Marchie had some good stretches in the middle of the year. I think he's, you know, he's come off it a little bit. Uh, I, I think Smitty has become a more consistent defenseman. Um, you know, he, he makes the odd mistake like everybody does, but uh, he used to make four or five a game. Now he's reduced that number, and that's, that's what you need to do to improve. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, between Danny DeKaiser's had to play more important minutes this year than he has in the past, as has Kyle Quincy, and I think they've uh, they both responded pretty well. And and uh, Big E's we call him. He's uh, like I say, he's he's been a steady performer. And uh, I know some people complain about him, but when he's not in the lineup, you really miss him a lot. So he's when he's played. I you know, I think the last few games I watched him play, he's been he's been fine. Like I said, he was a young guy that used to make mistakes makes the odd turnover now and I know some people say well he's got more turnovers than anybody else but when you watch the game closely a lot of turnovers are a result of the forwards not being in the position and our defense are taught how to make plays and not just not rim the puck around the boards and every once in a while we got a couple guys where they'll end up making a turnover but it's the fault of the forward not the defenseman. Brendan Smith is one of the few guys on the teams who, on the team who'll bite back if something happens. Will come to a teammate's defense. How important is that to have in that lineup? Well, I think it's it's important for uh, to have everybody there. Uh, but Smitty is one that's capable of dropping his gloves. And uh, and what I like best about his game, like I said, like everybody makes a few mistakes. I know Smitty's made a few mistakes uh, in the past. But he more than makes it up for it in competitive spirit. And uh, uh, no matter what, uh, yeah, I, the days of the Nicklets from guys, are, it's gone in Detroit where the guys can, they play with their head and they play this way, that way. And you need guys that grind it out and compete. And Smitty's a great competitor. So, yeah, to have him, to have, you know, guys like Abby, uh, I think for years now we've talked about trying to add a few more guys. We don't want to add a guy who just goes out and fights. We're trying to find good hockey players that compete hard and they and they can back it up if they need be. I was going to say, do you, do you think the problem in Detroit is we were spoiled because Nick Lidstrom probably made 10 mistakes in his career? I didn't think he made that many. I, I remember uh, right near the end of his career, he actually made a glaring mistake one day. We were in the press box. We all kind of shook our heads. We were, we were totally amazed. But, uh, yeah, well, and, and people have to real And, you know, we knew that in the front office, too. We knew how spoiled we were with Nick. And, but you have to realize, and in my mind, I mean, I didn't see, you know, Doug Harvey playing a couple of guys, but... Uh, of all the guys that are in my area, uh, you know, and you're, you know, watching Bobby Orr and uh, Larry Robinson, and uh, yeah, he's definitely in there with uh, Dennis Popvin and 
Yeah, when you mention somebody's name in that company, they're a pretty, pretty elite player. So, and that's how we viewed Nick, and that's what he was to our franchise. And, um, you know, and uh, so we realized that. And so rather than just relying so much on three or four players, now we, we, we uh, rely on the entire group of six or seven guys, and, and you need them playing every night. So, uh, and I think for the most part they have this year. Specifically on the defense, is there something you think the defensemen need to do differently on the power play? Or, I mean, it's just it's I think one of the mysteries of the season why Detroit's power play is so ineffective, given how good it was last season. Didn't lose any personnel. In fact, gained Mike Green and uh, Brad Richards and Dylan Larkin for that matter. So something you see specifically maybe from the point men. Uh, no, I like I said, and, and that's up to the coaches. Uh, I mean, a lot of it is, uh, you know, some of it's your breakouts and not getting quality zone time. So it's one thing if you're uh, in the zone for two minutes and you're getting two or three looks. I, you know, like I mean, you go back last game, we had one power play, we had three, four good scoring chances, but we didn't score. So uh, sometimes we're getting looks. It's it's disappointing when you're not getting the looks, you're not getting the chances, but. Uh, no, and, and I know it's I, I, it's frustrating to the coaches. It's frustrating to Kenny Holland, who's there every night, and uh, and, I, and I'm sure it's frustrating to the players. And all I know is back in the old school, and we've all been a part of it as players. I mean, I played on some good power plays, going to the next season, and the exact same personnel is out there, and it's just not working. And when it gets to that, I, I remember under Scotty Bowman where. Uh, uh, we had that goal my one year uh, in Detroit. I think it was 90, probably 94. And uh, so what we did every day for 15 minutes of practice, he'd have the guys throw the puck to the point, and if you didn't shoot the puck on that right away, you were off the power play. Give me somebody else. Now the forwards knew that the puck's coming in the net. And so, uh, and then after a week or two, the power play started picking up. So, put the puck on the net, and you got to have bodies there. And every once in a while, I, I'll see puck come back, guy goes to shoot, but there's nobody at the net. And if you're a defenseman, it makes no sense. It's like dumping the puck, and you might as well just dump it back in your own end and get it. So, you got to get everybody on the same page. But, uh, uh, like I said, get back to the basics, and, and then it's your hard grunt work that normally puts a puck in the net. One last question. How will you and your very famous father be celebrating his birthday at the end of this month? Uh, well, we're uh, well, actually, well, unfortunately, I, our, uh, our dear friend Bill Gadsby, so I'm flying back to uh, Detroit uh, to attend Bill's services this week, and then I'll get back here and get to work. And then the next week, I'm com- coming into Detroit, my brother Marty, and actually, my sister might even drive up from Texas. So, uh, we're planning on being there, and uh, the game plan is to bring Dad, uh, Dad to a game down at the Joe. So uh, we're hoping he can at least maybe enjoy a period or two. And because uh, I know uh, Murray's been bringing him to a local rink down in the uh, Sylvania area, and Dad loves going. He gets all excited watching the kids play hockey and stuff. So uh, I'm sure he'd love to get down to Detroit. So we're and he has his good days and bad days. Most of them are good, but we're hoping he has a good day when we get him down to the Joe. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast as much as I enjoyed making it. You can always find a wide variety of Red Wings coverage, from articles, videos, and podcasts, opinion pieces, and polls on freep.com.